Welcome to the Well Life Podcast. So another one, right, with Tyler and I, um, just going through some some little action plans for life and some some insight, right, into the the two of us and some of our takeaways from living our own lives and things that we like to apply, right? So yeah. bringing you some of that. We started with eight <clears throat> points on how you can improve your overall health and wellness. Now we're starting to just dig deeper into <clears throat> into each one of those topics. We talked about how you can improve your sleep. And uh, in our last mm-hmm. episode together, uh, TJ and I, now we're going to go into how and why you should just move with intention uh, every day um, and kind of build that into your overall wellness plan. Yeah. So to us, right, movement should be a part and is a, movement's a part of our lives, right? Um, movement should be right a part of your life. The human body's made to move. We're animals. We're living. We're moving, right? We should be using everything. So the big first half of the, uh, the podcast is going to be why, right? Why move with intention? So point one, we want to go into the why about having a plan. So why is it important to have a plan, right? So it's how can you, for us at least, it's, right, it's important to have a plan because it's accountability, right? It's how do you line your day up and line your week up to allow yourself to have success, right, with moving, right? Because moving can mean working out and it can mean going outside, right? Yep. <clears throat> and that's kind of like the the, uh, the good top level mm-hmm. of it, right? So if it's important to move with intention, how am I going to move with intention, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and why? And it's going to be based around this plan that you have to have. Mm-hmm. And that plan is going to build in some balance for you to be able to do different things, for mm-hmm. you to lift weights, for you to be able to go for walks, for you to be able to get some cardio in uh, and ensure that you're not stressing your body too much from a, from one from runs or from workouts and able to kind of move effectively mm-hmm. kind of every day. Yeah. Intention, right? Intention is everything. You'll get things done the most efficiently if you have intention on anything, right? Yeah. So with movement. It also allows you kind of to stay the course. <clears throat> yeah. So if I know for a week, uh, I know I'm moving with intention every day, that, me- that means that I have a plan kind of for mm-hmm. every day, meaning, okay, one day I'm doing strength training, one day I'm going to do cardio, the next day I'm going to do yoga, right? So at least I know when I wake up that day, I'm not going to wake up and say, Oh, what's what's on my what's on the mm-hmm. calendar today for me? No, I already know. I've got yeah. I got legs today, right? Oh, I already know I'm going on a hike. Yeah, and I think right this brings us into our our second bullet. But segueing that having a plan with that plan is going to allow you to practice a balance of everything that you want to do movement wise and that you should be doing for the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. So second bullet's going to be longevity and kind of maintaining your physical health, right? Your body is a living, breathing organism. It needs upkeep and should be right, loading with some sort of stress for your muscle tone, your muscle tissue, your joints, right, they all need upkeep. Your car needs to constantly have an oil change at certain mileage, right, it needs to have fluid change, needs to have certain things checked, right, different joints and things, right, brakes go, you need to replace these pieces. The human body is the same way, you always have to have a check-in, right, you have to have a plan in order to do so and and balance that out. To that, right, if I want to live longer for health, like if I want to live healthier for longer, as opposed to kind of just living longer, because mm-hmm. I think that we'll all kind of, if you think about people that are of a similar age, um, we'll all, if you're alive today, probably live longer than a generation ago. Yeah. And that could just be purely on uh, medications and things that, are, that doctors can do to kind of keep people alive. Mm-hmm. But if we want to live longer, healthier, yeah, quality and you want life, more yeah. quality of life, right, longevity, uh, kind of having good years throughout, we're going to need to build a strong body, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have to have good cardio capacity. And in order to do that, we have to continue to move, right? And we want to yep. move intentionally uh, yeah. with, with purpose. 
kind of every day. Yeah, so right, longevity is the goal. And I think a big part of that leads me yet again into the next bullet, right, which is gonna be managing stress. So moving with intention, right, the why should you move with intention is because it's gonna be phenomenal at managing your stress, right? Moving in general, right, moving your body, feeling your body, your tissue, right, gains a little bit of awareness and it allows a lot of, um, or, or, or a, a greater release of uh, different uh, neurotransmitters, right? Dopamine being one of the biggest serotonin, right? Giving you those kind of enjoyable kind of chemical cocktails in your brain that's gonna be released. It's actually been shown that physically contracting your muscles and putting your muscles through stressful activities can actually directly facilitate and releasing dopamine in the brain, mm -hmm. um, right? Putting you in that, that slightly stressed state, but consciously. Um, right, and that's why people feel like they need to go outside and go for a run sometimes. People almost get obsessed with running, not with working out and being fit, just yeah, with running because of the release, right? Um, physically releases themselves and yeah. manages their stress. And I like the kind of two side of that, um, right? Being able to decrease stress through exercising, but then also put the stress on your body Right, that's also needed in order to build muscle, mm -hmm. make strong bones, right? Also to kind of put yourself in this stress environment in order to mentally see yourself get over challenges yep. is gonna kind of always aid your mental health as well. Yeah, and right, we talk about moving in the general sense, but with this moving with intention in this case, it's managing stress even greater with moving with intention because you can get so caught up at least someone who's inexperienced especially, right, I get it even sometimes from myself, I almost have to coach myself, right, as if I was my own trainer, but getting in the gym, like ego lifting, doing things that are way mm -hmm. too hard, way too often, or, um, right, not having a plan and just saying, I don't know what I'm going to do today, and I end up either not doing anything, and I almost feel a little down on myself, or I wanted to go for a run or a hike or a walk, and I didn't because I let the day get away, right, so it's like, how do you have that plan and move with intention? Yeah. Um, which right Leads brings us right into, into the, the next one. thing, right? Yeah. Better results. So moving with intention, right? Moving is great. Everyone should do it more. The intentional part is going to get you much better results. It's going to drive it at a very, very, um, uh, right, not analytical is the word, but not numerical either, but a very, very kind of like linear way to look at it is um, a strength-based program, right? If a power lifter wants to hit a certain number, there needs to almost be a scientific equation, mathematical equation, right, behind all the whys of every exercise choice, every rep that he does at every single number and weight he lifts to get to that number that he's going to lift in 16, 20 weeks, yeah. right? That's the one of the greatest examples of moving with intention while he stays healthy, right, without injury. Um, same thing with like a marathon runner to yeah. a, a peak a body marathon. Builder. Yeah, bodybuilder, right. sprinter. You want to build right? your shoulders, you're going to do it uh, with, right, um, with a certain plan in place kind of the yep. entire time because that's going to give you uh, the results that you want in order to build a delt, to build your yeah. shoulders, to build your back. Uh, and, that, and that's kind of the thought of if I have, or if I'm moving intentionally, right, I'm maybe mm -hmm. I have three strength days in the week and I've got two cardio days and I have a recovery day. That's what I'm going to follow. And if, cause if I put too much stress on mm -hmm. my body, then I'm going to overwork my body and I'm not going to see the results I want. Yeah. I'm going to have to stop working out because maybe I injure myself or I'm just too overtired, mm -hmm. right, in, or, in order to be able to work out. Uh, or maybe I'm not even going hard enough, mm -hmm. right? So just ensuring that I have the intent, I'm intentionally mm -hmm. moving with uh, the right workouts for the goals that I want. Yeah, right? and even like I, I think you do a really good job of 
knowing your mind, right? You've said to me that you feel like you almost need to do an, a movement or an exercise or a workout every day to, to keep your mind in the right place, your body in the right place. That's how you function, right? Yeah. But I think you do a really good job of moving, doing that with intention, even if you just show up here on a Tuesday and you don't even know what you're doing for that day. You end up throwing a really well drawn out circuit in your mind together if you're not following any workouts that you have drawn out previously, right? But I think people can start to fall off when they don't have a plan where they go to the gym on a day where they're like, oh, I'm just going to go do this today. And they end up wildly overworking or underworking themselves mm -hmm. where they do too many sprints on a treadmill with too many other exercises or they do something completely different, right? And it's like that whole overarching goal is kind of just been thrown to the wayside because yeah. that one day that was supposed to be a chill day or a day where they were just going to get a light pump turned into something that their ego took over and they completely, you know, yeah. they completely you went did, off you the did hinge. too much. Yeah. Right. So that like, how do I just get those better results? Because yeah. we're, we're pushing hard on our hard days, right? Recovering on our, <laughs> on recovery days. And then if you've got a recovery day, uh, a cardio day that's in there, right. Push on that day as well, mm -hmm. but making sure that's kind of all within, within that plan so you can get better results there. Mm -hmm. 100%. All right, into the second half of the podcast, right? So we told you about the whys of moving with intention and what the benefits of moving with intention are, right? Now it's how do you do it? What are some ways, right? We're going to give you kind of four core points to how to move with intention, right? You could probably guess some of them. Some of them are pretty straightforward. The first point And this can kind us, of be used as, as we kind of put in that first plan, yeah. as your plan. Like a framework. Like what's kind my of. plan kind of for the week? Mm -hmm. Very high level, but what can I follow? in order to move with intention, right, through a week, through a month or some yep. period. So it's almost kind of in order, right? These four are going to be in order of kind of most important to <clears> us <throat> and what should be obtained first mm -hmm. um, as the biggest, right, changers in the game for yourself and then kind of add-ins as we go down. So number one is going to be working out with intention and strength training, right? Because your body is going to get the fullest, probably, right, the most efficient workout when you're strength training, when you're combining exercises, when you're putting your body through these motions, the muscle ranges of motions, right? Physically loading your tissue, loading your joints, creating that adaptability, the movement capacity, right? Working with the pains in your body that you might potentially have, right? The only way those go away or managed or are managed are right? Lifting weights, getting stronger and strengthening yeah. the movement patterns that Building you have. Building lean muscle, yeah. using bigger compound lifts in your, your strength training program in order to build a, a bigger, stronger body, right? Yep. Bigger, right? Kind of in a lean muscle sense, not in a get big, get big kind of sense. Yeah. Um, but just allowing yourself to work through proper strength training in order mm -hmm. to build strong muscles, build strong bones. Yeah. And I would say that we would recommend that happening, right? Three to four to five, depending on your split, mm -hmm. kind of days a week, um, at least hitting that many days of strength training. Yeah. And I would, I would say too, right? Not because we are trainers and we own a gym, but because I wish I had a trainer like myself or like Tyler to show me when I was when I was younger to really go through movements, right? Strength training can be the most intimidating and complex. So I would recommend you find somebody or find a program or something that's gonna teach you a really good basis, kind of in the direction of the goals that you want, whether you're an athlete, a wannabe power lifter, a bodybuilder, find something in those realms and really start to pick the brains of people around you or hire a trainer for yourself because it's gonna put you in the best spot to be intentional about it and not just yeah. For lack of better words, screw around in the gym, right? You're and gonna figure out things on your own, but it might take you three years to learn what you'd learn in three months with someone. And you, you want know? those you wanna be able to comfortably do those bigger workouts, mm -hmm. right? So you wanna be able to squat, deadlift, press, mm -hmm. um, and you wanna be able to do them efficiently. Yep. Right. So if you're not doing them or you're doing them with improper form, you're not helping yourself. So yeah. right, yeah, finding a trainer, 
uh, finding some way to learn how to properly do those bigger lifts will help you greatly in the strength training standpoint. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> on to our next point, right? Um, kind of on the side, probably the most common form of any type of moving that we see, right, is cardio. Any type of generalized cardio, right, we're talking about more in mid-range, right, getting the heart rate up, getting the, the lungs working, right, mm -hmm. getting yourself out of breath, sweating, um, any type of cardio, right? It can be combined with weights, which is kind of our style here with training, right? We'll throw in the occasional runs, but going for a run, right? Not overdoing it too fast, running with intention, right? Building up to a running capacity. If you want to run two, three, four, five miles, right? There's those extreme, extreme stresses that can be put on the body if you also don't handle your cardio capacity that mm -hmm. well either, right? You know, you, when you feel your, your feet and ankles are killing you and your lungs are burning and you're that. coughing the next day because you ran way too much the day before, yeah. right? So, And it's like that balance, right? So first, as you stated, mm -hmm. from what we think being the, the number one point from how you should be moving with the tension, first being that strength training, secondarily kind of adding good cardio in, right? So if we said you're strength training somewhere three to five days, maybe getting some cardio in two, three days a week, depending on what the intensity is of that cardio. So yep. if it is a hard three mile run, maybe you only need one. If it's gonna be a one, two mile that feels mm -hmm. that's maybe a zone two, zone three cardio workout, yep. maybe you, you can have two or three of those kind of complement your strength training. Yeah, when he says zone two or three, right, I think we've mentioned in the last podcast too, it's just, or two podcasts ago, it's just <laughs> the, uh, right, the range of your heart rate, your mm -hmm. physical beats per minute, right? So cardio is probably counted anywhere, like workout-wise, um, more maintenance kind of pretty good pace cardio with between like 125 and 150 beats per minute. Once you start working heavier, doing sprints, doing something like that, your heart rate's going to get closer to its peak, and that's just putting a lot more of like a stressed response on your body as your heart rate gets up there. But we still want to work those high, yeah. high capacities and percentages of your heart rate where it might be approaching 170, 180, 190 beats per minute, right, for and, some of us. And that's part of it. So we, we kind of mentioned uh, having some of that mid-range cardio. And then it's, hey, do I want to add one day, mm -hmm. right, of something that's high intensity. Yep. We're getting you in that zone four, zone five, maybe a, a much shorter workout, mm -hmm. very well, works very well with strength training, yep. um, right? Because you're not going to be essentially overworking the legs or yep. losing too much from that. It actually is a, it's a more of a catabolic workout or a, um, an anabolic workout doing strength training uh, as opposed to just breaking down because you went for a five mile run. Yep. So you can do a 20 minute, maybe 15, 20 minute high intensity interval. Uh, workout as well, which could be sprinting, could be something yeah. uh, using some weights as well in order to get that cardio uh, movement in. Yeah, cool. Love it. And then, right, going down the list kind of to more lower intensity threshold, the third one of the how, right, could be just, you know, setting yourself an achievement of moving more with walking, mm -hmm. right? Walking, hiking, getting outside, finding added movement throughout your day. Um, that can be intentional, right, on occasion, whether it's a weekend time where you're kind of finding yourself going outside, hit a local park, a hike, yeah. walk around your block. I like the way right? we kind of spoke about this earlier. And this is, so if we talked about strength training being three to five and a cardio day being somewhere two or three, mm -hmm. this is every day, yeah. right? It's just how do I find extra movement because I have a phone call or I have a, 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 a presentation that I have to listen to and mm -hmm. I don't have to be active on, but I can get out and take a walk around the block for 10, 15 minutes just to get those extra steps in. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, really yeah. good and, and should, can be, obviously depending on what your situation, <clears throat> easy, easily adapted into your day schedule. Mm -hmm. but you just have to find and, and kind of work for that. You have to put yeah. it 
or, or put it in your day. Make it be a part of your day. Yeah, and it could be five minutes and when you wake up. It could yep. be an hour at night, right? It could be whenever, lunch break, for work, it, right, anything. Um, it could be finding that time and whether it's you're in an office building and there's a bathroom that's two flights of stairs down, maybe you look to go to that one mm -hmm. instead of the one on your floor just to add a little bit of extra walking work in, right? And we're kind of talking about... Um, Managing stress in, in, in the fact of, right, this is probably the very lowest threshold, calmest thing. Tyler said you can walk every day, which you should. It's great to get out there, right? If you walk for two hours, it's probably not going to be any type of load. Probably mm -hmm. won't be at all, like sore at all the next day, right? Going back to the lifting thing, strength training, three times a week could definitely be more than enough for most people just because it's a higher stress thing, right? Same thing with that cardio. There's longer forms where it could be more often. There's shorter forms that are high, high bursts, getting the heart rate so far up there that you might want to do that twice a week, maybe three times a week max, right? So that's that's kind of the balance here of, of playing back into that managing stress component that we talked about between these three, right? Um, and then, yeah, last point, I think yeah. that wraps it up pretty well and it has nothing to do with the way you're actually going to move your body, mm -hmm. but it kind of helps you move your body, mm -hmm. right? Just having a little bit of, okay, how, how am I doing that? It's going to be by adding some social accountability. So I think we see that a lot happen in our small group sessions mm -hmm. where we have people that now they come to the 530 class together and the people that are in that class aren't going to allow them to not come, yep. right? Because now those are their friends. Uh, they also are kind of accounting on them to be there. So for their own motivation, uh, they want to see these people. Mm -hmm. So it kind of allows you to get out and go be with other people and for them to keep you accountable to your plan, right? Yeah. To, your, to your intentional movement. Yeah, and right, whether it's on the stream and the extreme end of like our classes, they're lifting heavy, getting after it, <laughs> chasing, they're matching up with people, might be pushing an extra 10, 20 pounds because someone else is in there, either lifting with them or pushing them to do it right, and it holds them accountable to working that high intensity and push themselves harder, but also on the other end of making it easier, right, if it's a friend or a significant other, to go for a walk or pull up to a, a local track or go on a hike somewhere, uh, you know, in your state or in your area, um, just to do it. Yeah. It makes it more enjoyable goes goes really well with the last point of using instances to yeah. add movement in your day so mm -hmm. if i know i'm going to meet up with tj and we're supposed to have a meeting why can't we do that meeting on a walk around yeah. the block like we actually do very often mm -hmm. right we have if we have to talk about something it could be why don't we go hit hit a hike and we can talk through kind of what our next quarter looks like if we have to go through go to a podcast maybe we don't do it sitting on the couch let's go do it on a hike let's go do it on a walk around the corner just adding that extra movement and added benefit of some sunlight mm -hmm. on the body through the day. Yeah, no, totally. Totally agree. I think the world's changing more in that regard, too, for the corporate mm -hmm. style of, of wellness It's not always going to be drinks to go out. Yeah. You're definitely seeing people working out and, and, and meeting up. And walking, yeah. So, yeah. cool. All right. That wraps up our Moving With Intention uh, podcast, which is our second bullet of, right, improving your overall health and wellness. Two podcasts ago, right, that was the, the eight points we gave you. This is point number two on that podcast, so... Thanks for coming to listen. Join it again. Yeah. Listen on all on all places where you can you listen to your podcast. Yep.